Welcome to the Energia podcast. My name is Stephanie Lianos and I'm a light worker, an energy healer and a soul mentor. My intention with this podcast is to show you all how to access the infinite potential within you by exploring the practices, modalities and habits that transcend you beyond the limitation of the human experience. By tapping into the multidimensional aspects of our existence, we are given the opportunity to co-create a life of magic, freedom and joy, a life beyond our wildest dreams. On this podcast, I will be sharing with you the tools to connect you with your higher self, your soul, and the divine guidance that exists within the spiritual realm. I want to give you the codes that allow you to heal your life from the inside out, access the wisdom that lies deep within your soul, and to align your energetic frequency with whatever it is you desire in this lifetime. This podcast is a portal into the deepest corners of the subconscious, into the layers beneath the logical mind. I want to empower you to master your subconscious ecosystem so you can live in a constant state of magnetism. There is so much more to this world than what meets the human eye. And it is my mission in this incarnation to show you that you are beyond human. You are light. You are energy. You are infinite. Hello, hello, beautiful people. I hope you're all amazing today, wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to the Energia podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. On today's episode, I am talking all things manifestation with Tori and Sarah from The Expansive Space. Last year, these incredible women traded successful careers as executives in e-commerce retail to fulfill their life purpose of creating The Expansive Space. After more than a decade of individual personal development journeys, they have come together to share their knowledge and wisdom with the world. In their programs, the girls provide everyday tools to bring their clients back into alignment and home to their natural state of magnetism so they have the confidence to manifest anything they desire in their lives. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know how much I love talking about manifestation and giving as much advice as I can to help my followers manifest everything and anything that they desire. Between the three of us, we have manifested some pretty incredible things into our lives, and we have tried and tested countless manifestation tools and techniques, and really took the long way to find out what works for us and what doesn't. We're also really over shitty surface level manifestation advice that has no value or integrity, and I'm guessing we're not the only ones who feel like this. So in today's episode, we have decided to share our manifestation ins and outs in the hopes that it will help you all refine your own manifestation practice and get into energetic alignment with what you desire faster than ever. This is one of those episodes where you're probably going to want to take notes. So get yourself prepared and I hope that you enjoy today's episode. All right. Good morning, beautiful women, manifestation queens, Tori and Sarah. How are we this morning, ladies? Good morning. Feeling good. good. (laughs) Yes, you guys are even in sync when you speak. Sync? Sync. Always. (laughs) Always. Always (laughs) happens to us. It's so funny. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm so excited for our chat today. I love that we're doing an ins and outs because I fucking love an in and out. I've been obsessed with reading everyone's on Instagram and I feel like there is no more perfect time to get into the ins and outs of manifestation because it's like such a buzz word at the moment. There's so many people talking about it. There's so many people getting into it. And I think it's really time to refine what works 
and what doesn't work. Yeah. Love it. Agreed. Love it. Okay. So today we are going through the ins and outs of manifestation that we have come up with, but before we get into that, we are going to share just some manifestation insights from our own life. So Sarah, tell me the coolest thing you've manifested in your life and your number one in and out for your own manifestation journey. Okay. Love it. I love this question because I feel like every single manifestation is so cool when it comes to life. It's yes, just, so it always true. blows my mind. Um, but I actually, I'm going to share one that I manifested from a really young age. And I only realized when I moved into my adult life that I'd actually manifested that. So without even knowing, I think I was late primary school, even maybe the early high school, I had written a um, a little future self letter to my adult self. And it was just like me sitting there being like, um, I'm this, I'm that I'm so excited that I'm working in fashion. And I love that I live in America right now. And when I read this letter, I was working in fashion and I had also moved to America and I had zero intention of doing that when I was that age. I didn't even go out and study fashion. I didn't have any plans on going there. And then when I read that, I was like, wow, Sarah, you literally manifested that from such a young age. So that was really cool. Yes. I love that you were scripting before you even knew what scripting was. Yeah. I just had a bit of fun with it. You know, it was like a bit of an exercise that you do at school. It's like write this letter and then open it uh, like in year 12 and you'd write it in year seven. It was that kind of energy that I must've learned it, but it was manifesting without me even realizing. Yes. That's amazing. That is beautiful. So my biggest in for me on my current manifestation journey is really finding a balance between living in joy and the actual manifestation method. And my out is just like, taking the healing journey way too seriously. So they kind of go interchangeably, but it's like, I'm just in with more joy and out with the seriousness of needing to follow this perfect method and perfect way of manifesting because clearly it worked when I was scripting from such a young age, you know, before I even knew all the things that I know now. So yeah, that's so true. And such a good point because a lot of people think they need to be healed or have like a perfect manifestation method to manifest things when it's like people are manifesting things all over the, all over the world without knowing what manifesting even is. Exactly. Exactly. So that's me for this year. That's my in and out. I love it. So good. Um, my manifestation, I kind of had a few, I'd say smaller ones rolled up. So I'm going to kind of speak into that. So I had on my manifestation list, my ideal work day, which basically looked like, you know, it involved about four hours a day, like on average for working and easing into my morning with movement and meditation, spending the afternoon on personal development or being out in nature or going to a dance or yoga class and having space to cook healthy, nutritious food for all my meals and basically just an amazing balance between work that I loved and like nourishing my soul. So I had that. And then on on like alongside that at the same time, I also said more space in my work days for self-care, self-development and professional development. And similar to Sarah, not as long of a gap, but in 2018, when before I even really had started to manifest, I had written down these life goals and on that list was own my own business, work from anywhere in the world, travel overseas every year and travel overseas for the Australian winter. 
And so basically to roll it all up, I manifested starting our business, creating my ideal workday within that business. And then I was also able to travel to Bali last year over the Australian winter whilst we launched our business together and was able to work from anywhere in the world. So literally with all of those little kind of um, intertwined manifestations that I had kind of listed out, I guess, over a space of a few years, it all came into fruition within the space of a few months, which was epic. (laughs) Yes, that is so, so amazing. And like back when you were working in fashion and working, grinding, hustling, I guess you probably didn't even know how the hell that was going to happen. Because when you're so in it, when you're so in that other life, you, you want these things to happen and you just have no idea how. And I love that you didn't get caught up in the how and you just allowed it to unfold as it needed to. Correct. I had no concept for a business yet when I wrote that. And even when I started to write down my ideal work day and more space in my days and everything like that, I, like you said, I was fully in full-time work in the fashion industry and had no no concept of how I was going to make it happen. And I just wrote it down and it literally came to fruition so quickly for me, which was incredible. Yes. Mm. So special. But then my ins and outs. So my in would be developing a really strong relationship with yourself, understanding what your life vision is, what your authentic values are, what kind of life you truly desire. And then basically working to remove any obstacles that are standing in your way of achieving that. So just having the courage really to align your behaviors, your choices, your decisions, like your aligned action with your vision and values. Like that to me is so strong in terms of manifesting authentically. Yes, yes, yes. And I think like, also like so undervalued you know like that is such a huge part of the process and it takes time and it takes inspired action and it takes commitment and I think when people aren't receiving or aligning with their manifestations as quick as they want to it's because that part has not has not been addressed Correct. I 100% agree. And then kind of on the similar wavelength as well, my out would be wanting to manifest, but not being willing to take messy aligned action, because I've really learned that sometimes the thing that you're fearing losing the most is actually the thing that you need to let go of the most in order to manifest those bigger visions that you have. And that's fucking hard so I think like um people putting things on their manifestation list and then yeah not really being willing to really take the action that's necessary for it too yeah or let go of the thing that is like taking up the most space because energetically usually the thing that is holding us back the most is so dense And then letting go of that is what creates the space for the manifestation. But it's like in the letting go that feels so messy and sticky and yuck. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Okay, amazing. I'll share mine. So in November, 2021, I quit my job to be a full-time student. I had like no backup plan. And I just said, you know, universe, if, you, if this is the right decision, I mean, I'd already made the decision. So I was in it. I had made the decision to quit my job. And I said, you know what universe, if I'm supported in this decision, please show me. And this was like a real like monetary thing because I knew I was supported on the greater scale, but to actually make this work day to day was the thing that I was really nervous about. So the next day, which was the day before I finished my boss um, rang me and he's like, do you know that you've never taken a day of annual leave? And I was like, oh my God, I haven't. Cause I was always working. I was always just working from wherever. And he goes, we owe you six and a half grand. And I was like, oh my God. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> so that got me through 
for ages actually. And then as that money started to run out, I was like, all right, universe, I need another sign that I am, that I'm supported. And this is so wild. I was surfing and, um, we, there was like maybe 15 people out in the surf. Okay. And we're all just kind of sitting at the back waiting for waves to come through. And then I kind of looked to my side and I was like, what is that in the middle of the ocean? A $50 note (laughs) floated up next to me, perfectly folded. It somehow weaved through everyone that was sitting in the surf. And the girl that I was surfing with, she's like, oh my God, I saw that before, but I just like thought it was a stick or something. And this $50 note perfectly arrived next to me. And I'm like, and like people wearing wetsuits. It's not like someone just had 50 bucks in their pocket that fell out. Like it was the most incredible sign. And I never spent that $50 because it's like literally money falling out of the sky into the ocean. So that was like my biggest reassurance that, you know, if you, if you ask for the support, like it will come, which was so special. Oh, I absolutely love that, Steph. And that's just such a good example of just having that trust until the 11th hour as well, where it's just asking for a sign, trusting that it will come and then it comes through. Um, It's amazing. Yes. And coming through in joy, you know, like Mm. I was surfing, I was having fun. I wasn't thinking Mm. about at home trying to like, you know, do all these things to manifest money. I said the affirmation. I asked for the, I did the prayer, asked for the support. And then I went surfing and then like, lo and behold, 50 bloody dollars just ends up next to me. It was wild. I I just love it. I'm not even shocked anymore when I hear these stories. I'm like, of course, of course that happened. Like, why wouldn't it have happened? You know, it's it's amazing. It's so amazing. And so that really brings me into my in, which is just prioritizing joy as a state of magnetism. You know, joy is the highest vibration. Unconditional love is the highest vibration. So if I don't know what to do, I just reach for joy and know that Mm. in that place, I am vibrating in such a way that allows things to be attracted to me. That makes me an open channel. That makes my heart happy. And that was something last year I didn't, I let go of a lot. I wasn't focusing on joy enough and the the journey Mm. felt, felt clunky. And Mm. then the out what is my out? I guess my out is not doing the subconscious work. Like, yes, I brought in money, but behind the, that manifestation was a lot of money belief work. And so Mm -hmm. the due diligence needs to be done. So out is putting manifestations on my board that I haven't done the subconscious work behind. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. So agreed. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Okay manifestation ins and outs. So obviously manifestation is the practice of vibrating at the same frequency, aligning with the frequency of the things that we want to attract, whether they are a material thing, a feeling, an experience, a person, whatever it is, it is an energetic process. Now, I think we can all agree that manifestation has become mainstream in the past few years and Mm -hmm. everyone's talking about it the word gets thrown around a lot but it is a real sacred practice and needs to be really done with respect and honor because it is such a beautiful um, privilege that we have to 
be able to tap into a quantum field and create the life that we want to that we want to create and i think that we can also agree that we have experienced probably manifestation teachings that have thrown us really off the track and then in our own journey have really refined our practices to know what works and what doesn't and i yeah. think I want to say before we get into the ins and outs, like this is our own personal um, opinions of what of what works for some people. Some of our ins might be their outs. You know, I don't I don't think they would be, but I just want to say that like this is our opinion. This is what we know what works and what doesn't. Some of these things might work for you. Some of them might not. Some of the things that don't work for us may have worked for you in the past. So we're just sharing our experiences in the hope of um, making the process a bit easier and accessible um, for anyone that is listening Mm, thank you for saying that Steph because I've you know Sarah and I discussed this quite a lot where you know we've kind of come up with the expansive space method however we just encourage all of our clients you can jump in at any stage of the method whatever's lighting you up first also here's a range of options for getting into the energy working through your inner child x y and z take what lands leave what doesn't what resonates for you because not all of us run on the same frequency not all of us um, resonate with the same ways of taking information, receiving information, giving information. Like we're such unique beings. So I love that you've given that permission at the start of the podcast, because we feel really passionate about that as well, where it's like, you need to try it all experiment and play and just be open to trial and error and then find your own unique version of it too. Mm. Yeah. And also you almost need to give power to these ins and to these techniques. And if you don't fully believe that on every level, then your energy isn't even going to be a match to what it is that you're wanting to do. Yes. So I love 100%. that. hundred percent. You need like, to back it. Like it's us giving that, that power because it's our belief in that that's giving it that power too. Yes. And it's like the word truth. Like if, if someone's truth doesn't feel good in your body it doesn't have to be your truth either truth is on a sliding scale you know all our truths look different so these are our truths and it's 11 11 so I just want to fucking put that out there right now these are our (laughs) truths and they feel really good to us and Mm -hmm. we're sharing them in the hope of being of service but Mm -hmm. you know if they're not your truths feel free to leave them feel free to tweak them or try them out and see how they go you don't know what works for you unless you really give it a red hot crack yeah, agree. Love it. Okay, let's start with a positive. Let's start with an in and mm-hmm. I will start. Okay, so I'm so passionate about this one. My first in is healing the subconscious programming within the body, within the mind, within the spirit as a priority in the manifestation process. So we um, we know that the subconscious mind runs 95% of our lives. And the subconscious mind is everything that is bubbling underneath the surface. The subconscious mind is really created between the ages of zero to seven years old. So whatever was happening at that time in our lives, in terms of our environment, our parents, our surroundings, really dictates the really innate behavior that we move through the world in. Now, most of these subconscious beliefs are so programmed and so imprinted that we don't even realize that they're running our lives until we do the work, until we find the people, the resources, and the support that help us heal those, become aware of them, and re- and work to reprogram them. It's really hard to manifest something if 
your subconscious mind says, I do not believe this is a truth for me. I don't believe I'm worthy. I don't even believe in this. It's very hard to say, I want to go overseas and, you know, live overseas, but you have a fear of flying, like things like that. It's really hard to manifest wealth if your behavior around wealth is, um, is not from a place of safety within your nervous system. So I think that portion, the subconscious reprogramming and work it can take a really long time and sometimes when we aren't getting our manifestations we can get caught up in um i guess the timeline and a victim mentality but if we actually go back and say am i really aligned with this on all levels is there more things i need to learn are there more lessons that need to come through then we're actually being so receptive and we're constantly growing in the process um towards our manifestation mm. Yeah, spot on. I love that, Steph, because if we don't fully believe it, we won't receive it. And I feel like the... I feel like the assumption is, is that think positive thoughts even though if you don't believe it and you try and convince yourself and you say, oh, yes, I do deserve this, I do deserve this, but then subconsciously you're saying something else, the universe doesn't respond to what you're consciously saying. The universe responds to the actual energy that's lying behind that. So yes, it's a big part of our manifestation method is healing the subconscious as well. So that's a huge in. Love it. Yes, mega in. And you made a really good point, guys, when you when we were talking earlier in our notes, prioritizing a conscious relationship with yourself. And it's like in the time that you're waiting for this manifestation to be in energetic alignment with you, just focus on creating this really beautiful self-awareness of everything going on in your body. You can never be too self-aware. This getting as much knowledge as you can of what ha- is happening underneath the surface is such a beautiful growth journey. And it gives you something to think about, you know, while you're in that waiting period, while you're waiting for divine timing to kick in. And sometimes in the process of our manifestation, the universe is going to throw something really left a field into into your realm because that thing is going to help you heal the subconscious belief system so from the moment that you have put something out there everything happened everything happening between now and that time that you get it is so perfect and so divine for your journey and it's been curated like especially for you Mm. yes oh my god I absolutely love it I don't think you know I don't even know if I realized how much of the journey of manifestation is honestly a personal development journey when I first started however that's our whole thing now self-development through the lens of manifestation because that's what it is and it's yeah prioritizing conscious relationship with yourself and you know how we're always like get into high vibe get into high vibe that's kind of you know a very similar thing that people say across manifestation but really how you get into high vibe is building self-awareness, figuring out what your triggers are, um, giving yourself what you need, learning how to self-regulate your nervous system, um, learning to give, you know, use your toolkit, have conversations, dig a little deeper, have your own back when things come up. Like that's actually the journey. And that's what raises your vibration. But the only way you're genuinely going to raise your vibration on a really consistent level is that self-awareness and relationship to self. Mm. Yes, a hundred percent. And also being able to recognize when you're in a low vibrational state and rather than bypassing it with an affirmation saying, okay, how can I transmute this to at least a point of acceptance? 
because from acceptance, we can move to a different place. But until we have the courage to transmute, we we cannot get to a place of, you know, really high vibe, but that's okay. We just want to move up the scale as much as, much as we can. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. All right, Sarah, you are up with an out. Okay, so out would be having things on your manifestation list that aren't actually aligned with your authentic values. So putting things on your manifestation list for that external validation or for reasons beyond um, an authentic level. So I always say this and it comes back to so many things and I feel like it really relates here is that our intention behind everything is key. And if your intention behind putting something on your list is coming from a place that um, is quite surface level and it's, you know, for um, it's out of fear or it's for external validation, it's actually not aligned with your higher self and it will just never be in your plan to receive. And I don't mean that you can't have material items on your manifestation list or desire money or desire these things that could be perceived as surface level however if they're not aligning with your actual authentic values um it could say say if you want say um more money right and your authentic value is luxury then wanting more money to support your value of luxury is actually really aligned however if you're wanting more money because you want to have a higher status and you want to prove to people that you earn a lot of money then that intention behind that manifestation isn't going to be aligned with your higher self. And that's when it's not actually going to come in your realm. Mm, Yeah, I can agree with that. And I can relate to it. When I first started out my business, obviously Mm. we know from being in the world like of, um, I guess, personal development and coaching and mentoring, it's like very showy. It's like, I have 10K months and six figure this and blah, 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 blah. And so my manifestation list, instead of, I was writing these really vague lists, like I want to have a 10K month. I want to have this many thousand followers on Instagram. And then when I actually did the work on it, I realized, no, I don't, I don't want this many thousand followers on Instagram. I actually just want a really beautiful, engaged community of people I don't care how many there is. So that is my manifestation, an engaged community that feels really nourishing. 10K followers was just because I thought it would look good on my on my page, you know, or people would think that that makes me more um, authentic, but that makes me more of someone who they want to buy from, you know, or attractive to them. And I really had to pull it back and understand that it's not that I just want to make money. I want to have these sorts of clients that make me feel like this. I want to help them out with these sorts of problems and help them heal through this. And it was when I refined that manifestation and made it feel really authentic to my values and what felt good, then I would take the inspired action because inspired action towards things that don't align with your values feels really, it just feels gross. You're always trying to validate yourself externally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that, Steph. I have an example of that as well. When I first crafted like my first, you know, quite large in, in intentional manifestation list, I had a lot about, you know, myself and my life and all of that kind of stuff. And then I was also trying to manifest a lot of things about my current role and my current company, whether it was Mm. hiring someone into my team or moving into a new role within the business or, you know, opportunities for my team. Like I was really trying to manifest within that company as Mm. the manager that I was. Mm. And when I looked back on my manifestation list about 
six or so months later. And I really wanted to like go through and be like, okay, what have I manifested? And it was amazing because pretty much every personal thing that I had on there had manifested Mm. literally. And every single one of those work things hadn't. And by that time I'd already quit my role. So Mm. that's a really perfect example as well, because the actual role and the company was no longer aligned with my values. However, I was still in it wanting to try and manifest the best situation I could have in the moment. However, none of that was aligned for me. Yes. Oh my God. So true. And I think Mm. so many people get caught up on, I want to manifest this because this person has it, but it's like, if it's not coming from your, your like soul desire, you're not going to feel inspired to do the really beautiful aligned action to make Mm -hmm. it happen. It's just going to be one of those things that just kind of sits and fades away. Correct. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Amazing. All right, Taws, you're up with an in. So an amazing in is manifesting states, emotions, and who you are or who you're becoming. So it's not all about the material items, which is so fun. However, you can manifest things like feminine energy, playfulness, confidence, joy. You can really manifest who you want to be. And that's a really amazing journey to go on as well. Um, You know, I had manifesting feminine energy on my manifestation list last year. And then it was really amazing to see what I was calling into my field. I ended up connecting with an amazing um, feminine embodiment coach that I worked with for a few months last year. And she just came into my field so naturally. And it was really beautiful to watch my journey uh, over those 12 months of really stepping into that more and more and learning how to balance it with my really amazing, strong, masculine energy that I've always been so connected to. And so it wasn't about taking over with my feminine energy but it was about balancing them both and being able to nourish both sides of me and now I feel like I'm in a really good place with that and it's really fun to play with that energy and you know you can honestly manifest confidence just so many things that you really want to be able to step into as a person that you are and that's really beautiful because I think that's all about raising our vibration as well becoming the best version of ourselves and I think also when we do things like that that's when the universe starts to serve things to us because we're becoming who we're meant to be in the most authentic way. And so then things can start to map out for you on the material plane that you probably couldn't have even thought of. Like, yes, you know, yes. we can sit oh there and God, be like, I, I want feel the that. car. You know, I want the car. I want the house. I want X, Y, and Z. And it's just like, I want this certain business and I want to, like you said, the 10K months and stuff. And it's like, maybe if we just focus on our state, our energy, our emotions and who we're becoming, like those, those 10K months could be 50K months. Like it could be, you know, whatever it is, like we just don't know. So instead of trying to like plan all the ways the material items need to come through, it's like focus on who you are. Focus Mm. on becoming the type of person that receives those things. And I will just quickly speak to that. When you are trying to manifest a state, if you can consistently get into that state like joy, the things that you're going to think of in your life and you want are way different than what it would have been in that old state because that is not even accessible to you there. So if you don't know what you want, manifest how you want to feel and practice that and then what you want and desire from that place will totally shine through. Oh, agreed. So agreed. That's perfect. I love it. I love it all. Mm-hmm. I um 
also had on my list manifesting feminine energy. I got into a point where I'd list, I'd, my whole list was like all these uh, material items and tangible items. And then I don't know what happened somewhere along the journey. I looked at my list again and it was literally like not one physical tangible thing. It was all like states of feeling. And I also at the same time put um, manifesting feminine energy onto my list. And then Tori called in her coach and then I called that in through Tori. So ended up yes. working with her on feminine energy. And then throughout that, I actually ended up manifesting healing my relationship with my mom. I actually ended up having a full endometriosis flare up and then healed, like the start of that healing yes. process in that area of the body. So it's like, you don't know how it's all going to happen, but if you are manifesting a state, then all these other, like you're saying, like it could be a 50K month or a 10K month, but it could also come in, you know, all these other different ways that you weren't even expecting. Yes, I totally agree with that. And I think that being on the journey of manifesting joy and using joy as a priority has been like one of the funnest things for me Mm. to manifest because instead of thinking, how am I going to get this thing? Like, you know, it's obviously hard to let go of the how, but it's always, you know, it's always there. But when you're trying to manifest a feeling, you just think, okay, how, what can I do today that brings me that feeling? And I'm going to prioritize that. And then you get to go Mm. and do the things that bring you joy. Like how, how incredible is that to be able to do that every single day and not have to, I guess, wait for this tangible thing to come into your lap. Oh, amazing. Love it. Okay. I will go with an out now. And I love mm. this one so much. Vague manifestations with no depth or substance. For example, more money, more friends, a new job, a new house. So This has been such a journey for me. And I will say that I got inspiration from Manifestation Babe when I was in my own journey where she was going through uh, the concept of like more money is not like that's just a, and it's just a goal. It's got no depth. So like going to take the inspired action towards that, you don't really feel that inspired because more money could be, you know, $2 on the floor. That is more money. So Mm. what I have been doing now is I write like in-depth paragraphs and like stories about what I want these things to look like. So me and my partner in the process of manifesting a new home. And we go to, whenever we go away, we stay in Airbnbs that are, that give us the feeling that our new home is going to give us. So then when I go and write out my manifestation, it's like, I woke up um, in my beautiful king size bed, opened the windows and I could just see the bush. And then I could see the sunrise coming up over the ocean in the distance, walked into my beautiful big kitchen and made a coffee in my La Mazzocco coffee um, espresso machine. We walked outside onto the de- onto the deck, looked over the pool and just sat and enjoyed our morning coffee. Like that feels good. So then Mm. I write them down and then I record them and I listen back to them. And I'm like, I will do anything that it takes to make this manifestation come true because I can feel every single detail of it in my body. And it's such a fun experience. You get to write down and write out your fantasy dream life. There are no, um, there are no limits. There are, there's no container around it. It's like fly free, create this manifestation. And then every time you listen to it, you feel the feelings in your body. Therefore you're aligning with the essence of the vibe of the vibration on the energy. Therefore each day you become a magnet towards that manifestation. And like, 
that is so much better than just this kind of really old school, more money, more friends, mm. new job. Mm. Yeah, I love it. I love that so much, Steph. And I think this goes back to, again, what Sarah said before is that everything needs to have an intention. And really what you're wanting to do with your manifestations is your big why. And having a big why is the thing that's going to continue to have you motivated to take the aligned Mm. action, like you said, Steph. Mm. And I feel like the whole purpose of putting things on your list and doing your visualizations and doing all the energetic work is that the emotions and the feelings of what you're desiring is the thing that you can actually manipulate and work with in your current life in order to get you into the frequency of that thing that you're calling in. So if you're just completely cutting yourself off from diving into what your why is, diving into what the emotions that you desire to feel are, you're really disconnecting yourself from the kind of a a very foundational part of manifesting, I feel. Mm. Um, Okay, so the next in is future self-embodiment every single day. Every damn day. Every damn day. Okay, so as a a general broad explanation, we are all energy. I feel like everyone who's listened to this podcast would know that. We are all energy. (laughs) Our manifestation is energy. And if you want to get into that same frequency as the energy of your manifestation, you need to embody that energy of what you're trying to call in. So future self embodiment is so amazing because it actually gives you the opportunity to put yourself in the same frequency of what you're calling in. So, you know, like, again, going into what you've just said, Steph, about visualizing what it is that you want and actually going into all the different senses, how you want to feel, what do you touch when you want to call in that manifestation? What do you see when you call in that manifestation? What do you feel when you call in that manifestation? And you can bring when you bring that into your uh, into your world, you can start to make decisions from that place. So, you know, if you're sitting there saying, this is what I want, 10K months, I want to be, have this ex, um, this really successful business. I want it to look like this and I want to do this every single day. If you're embodying that energy, the decisions that you make are from that future place. Yes. And the way that you approach your business will be from that place. And it's, you know, it can sometimes feel like, what, what would future me do? What would me in that space do? How, how would that person make those decisions? Um, how can I act as if, how can I spend my money in a way that I would, if I had those, that amount of money, or, you know, how would I spend my days if I had that friendship circle that I'm calling in or, you know, what would I think? What would I do? And you can do that through visualization. You can do that through mantras. You can do that through actually acting as if you can do that through journaling. There are so many ways that you can embody that future self, but really taking that time to be again, intentional with it. Mm, And it's so much fun. That's the other thing. It's so much fun acting as if, you know, and like, starting your day, visualizing, even visualizing the day, you know, and, and what you, who you want to be that day. You don't need to sit there and think about who you want to be in 10 years time when that, you know, big goal comes in. It's like, who do I want to be today? How does, how does today me eat to nourish that person? How does that person, what do they do? Do they go on their phone or do they get up and make their bed? And do they start their work day? Do they get out and exercise? Like who is that person that I want to embody? And it's, oh. yeah, it's such a fun way to approach manifestation. Yes. I love that. And I'd like, love I'm to giddy speak. thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just thinking about like how much of a better person it makes me when I say, what would my future self do today? Because yeah. if I don't want to go to the gym, I think, 
what would my future self do? She would fucking, she's at the gym. She's going. She's, she's not she's, sitting. Exactly. I exactly. Love that. You know what um, was a really fun one that I did the other day, actually? Um, after one of the meetings that Tori and I had, I got in my car and I pretended I was having, I was like actually on a podcast and I was sharing my last few years of the business. And I was like, yeah, this is what happened when we started. And then this happened and this is what we experienced. And then that happened and this happened. And I fully just like said it out loud. Like I was in an interview and it already had happened. And it was just so exciting to then come into work and be like, I already know what's coming. So I'm just working towards oh it. My God. And I I'm do that as well. That I, action. I, I love that. I do that too. <laughs> it's oh, so fun. Yes. So good. I actually really want to speak into my experience that I had within one of your containers, Steph, because um, let's just say one of my toxic traits in the past has been high expectations and high standards and unrealistic <laughs> expectations and unrealistic high, high standards. So I came to Steph and we were doing the signature experience together and I just was, I, I, I love having just, I love my personal development. So there's always things that I love working on. And I had this huge roadmap and I was just like, these are all the things that I want to achieve, you know? And like, but the thing was, I was in total overwhelm and I was in total, like, I can't even lift a finger on any of it because I want to do all of it. And it's stressing me out. And I, I loved Steph when you kind of spoke into breaking it down instead of looking at me in 12 months, two years, and all of these huge goals that I want to achieve instead, actually just break it down into smaller chunks. So you could choose like a one month future self or a two month or a three month future self and go through that and just take it step by step. What is that version of Tori doing? Um, how is she eating? How is she moving? How is she nourishing herself? What's she doing with work? Um, what's her theme that she's focusing on at the moment? And I've been doing that for the last, it's probably been like four or five months now. And I've just been absolutely loving it. And it's really just helped me to break down um, these goals into smaller chunks and I'm just flowing. Things are happening. I'm taking aligned action and every month feels a little bit different and I'm just feeling better and better and better and better. And like the overwhelm's completely gone and it just feels so, so nice. So you can, it doesn't even have to be five years in the future when you've got your whole life vision sorted. It can literally be like, who do you want to be in a month and then work towards that. And it's such mm. a fun, fun little exercise. Yes. I you did really it. resonate with that. And I want to say two things to that. The first thing is that, Tori, your body curated that home support for you. You know, obviously I'm the vessel that that subconscious talks through, but this is what happens when you work directly with the body, with your own energy, when you do, um, when you find yourself in practices like kinesiology and energy body work and energy healing, it's like the practitioner is talking to your body directly. Your higher self knows what's up. It knows that you were overwhelmed. It knows that your roadmap was just hectic. So it goes, here you go, Tori, here is this beautiful practice to do that is really going to help you stay on track. And you've stayed on track because it came from your higher self. It wasn't something that you saw on Instagram to do. It was your own curated curated practice, which is so, which is so beautiful. And mm -hmm. the other thing I will say to that practice is like, that's really good for someone who is like in a place where they don't know what 12 months look like, or that seems overwhelming or scary. And you're like, okay, all I can really assess right now is who I want to be maybe by next week. 
So mice feed yourself next week. What do they do? Then you can go to two weeks. Then you can go to a month. Then you can go to three months. So I think it's easy to get caught up in like everyone has these big goals and visions. It's so fine not to, you know, I can't think that far ahead. I'm a reflector. My energy is changing all the time. So I love working with monthly versions of myself because it's so easy and so accessible. And the, um, the inspired action feels way more in flow. Mm, I love that. And I really resonate with that. You're so right, because I probably am at a time in my life right now, which is exciting where I, it could go anywhere in so many areas of my life. Like I don't have a 12 month plan. I don't have a two year plan. I don't have a three year plan. I don't have a five year plan. I'm literally just like, bring it on life. Um, <laughs> however, sometimes when you can, you can get still like, oh, I should have one, even though there's really no need for me to have one at the moment. So it's been really fun. And you're right. It resonated with me so much where it's like, you don't need to have one girl, just enjoy becoming who you're becoming every single month. And it's just been such a beautiful way to flow. He does get this out. I love this one. (laughs) Yes. And this one is honestly probably the most challenging thing in my experience of manifestation. So getting caught up in the timeline and thinking it's not working. So this one feels like trying to micromanage divine timing. And that could look like putting it on the list, doing the work. So like we said, you put it on the list, you do the subconscious belief work, and then that's the point where you need to go, cool, I've done what I can do and I'm going to step back and let divine timing come in. But when you're trying to micromanage, maybe it would look like just continuing to ask for signs or continuing to kind of check or continuing to go back and try and do extra work when it's really not necessarily necessary and aligned actions aren't coming through or just trying to force and do and like take action when nothing's actually you know, your intuition hasn't actually spoken to you, your mind's taken over and you're just running, running with that, rushing the process and kind of just being like, oh, I need to do all of this so quickly. And I just like, when's it going to come through and I need to be doing more and X, Y, and Z. And I think sometimes when we get into that mindset, that's when we're operating from our mind. We're not operating from our higher self. We're not operating from our heart. We're not operating from trust in the universe. We're actually co-creating with us. And so I think that's actually when we're disconnecting ourselves from that source energy that's actually going to be providing the small synchronicities, that is going to be providing the um, divine signs, it's going to be providing the um, feelings of what to do next and the baby steps you can take. So I feel like putting your focus on the end result and not trusting that you're going to receive the signs basically is the thing that almost might disconnect you from receiving those signs Mm. that you need. So I think that the more that we can just learn to sit back and just know that we've done enough and there's no doing that's required after we've done that subconscious work and you know we feel like we're in alignment and we've we've checked that it's off with our authentic values and we're doing that energy work and we're having like bringing joy into our lives like all right let go Mm. (laughs) let go (laughs) oh I love that out because I feel like having faith in the universe and having faith in something larger than us when the evidence is not there to tell you that it's coming is such a, it can be a challenging space to sit in. And that's when your fears come through, your doubts come through. And it is actually a really amazing time to see what comes through, or if you're just willing to chill and be in it and be like, cool, I know I've put it out there. Because I think something else with manifestation is that 
you know, we are all in our own timelines. So if you're wanting to call something in and it really isn't in your timeline to come for another 12 months or, you know, 24 months, or it's actually meant to be in your plan later on in life, then you're just going to be spending all this time getting caught up in the fact that it's not happening rather than just prioritizing again, joy and sitting in that, you know, and it's like, guys, just, you know, I just imagine like my guys being like, settle, it's coming. You're not actually meant to have it right now. And it's usually hindsight that tells you that. And it's like, do we need to wait for hindsight to trust that it's coming? Do we need to wait for hindsight to be like, oh, I'm so glad it didn't happen then because then this wouldn't have happened and this wouldn't have happened? Or can we trust that from the get-go? And I feel like we really hang on and grip on to hindsight and we don't need to. We can just trust from now. It is challenging. It's not as easy as just saying that because when you're living it and you're really getting to the 11th hour, you're like, is this going to happen? Like, when's this going to happen? And it's just like, I can trust. I can trust. I don't need hindsight. Yes, I love that. Yeah. And just supporting yourself through that, I think is the really key part. And that's where, you know, nervous system work comes into play and just learning how to self-regulate and understand yourself, self-awareness, because then you could, like you're saying, go into a bit of a tangent, start taking action on things rather than just letting it all flow. Yeah. And also thinking Mm. like there's something wrong with you, you know, Mm. that story will come up then as well. And that's just, That's just such a sad one that we experience because we were born deserving. We were born, so we are deserving. There is nothing that we need to do to be deserving. There is work we need to do on our energy and our vibration, and we need to align ourselves with the frequency of that. And that is a beautiful process, but we don't don't need to deserve. And I think this one, this out, something that I have really had to work on. I am a rusher. I've always been like an instant gratification person up until I guess maybe a year ago when I realized that like instant gratification was not getting me anywhere. And so one of my manifestation was to become queen of the void. The void being the time that I decide that I want something in my field and the time that it comes. Now, old Steph was like, not the queen of the void. She was the loser of the void. Like I was just like, not okay in the void. But I was like, how can I be okay in the void? Show me that. Now, when I put that as my manifestation, what came up was so much generational trauma around fear and control. So much um, work to do around my nervous system because I could not, I was not regulated in that waiting process. I was like really anxious and in overdrive and I had a tendency to rush and I guess overcompensate. So in my process of becoming queen of the void, I went through a very, um, very tough um, subconscious and energetic realignment. But now I can really confidently say that I am the queen of the void. I love the void. I love waking up being like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen today. I have no idea. Maybe my manifestation is coming today. Maybe it's not. Like when I quit my job, I manifested like $15,000 in eight months and I, and I was not working. And I just, every day I woke up and just asked for support and kept working on myself. And this is this is the work. The timeline is the timeline and it is divine and it is perfect and it is curated. And the same timeline that governs your governs our lives is the same innate intelligence that allows this crazy universe to operate so perfectly. So if you are getting caught up in the timeline, 
the questions to ask, and these are the sorts of the questions I'd ask my clients is, where is the fear coming from and where can we trace it back to? Is there something generationally going on here? Because surrender for a lot of our parents and grandparents and lineage was not something that they um, felt comfortable doing. That was not regulated for them. And mm. are you really already the person who gets that manifestation? Are you acting like them? Are you ready to have your manifestation? Can you handle it? Are you regulated with it? Answer all those questions first. And trust me, by the time you're done doing that work, the time manifestation's coming because you know the time has just flown by. Oh, I absolutely love, love that, Steph. That's such a such a good example. And I think the only other thing that I would add to this as well, like you've said, regulating yourself, self-awareness, how we keep saying that over and over again. Something that I was chatting to Sarah about the other day was I really noticed that when I'm in low vibe. I trust the universe with everything and I trust that they're always sending me signs and I trust that that I have a really strong spirit guide team looking after me. However, when I'm in low vibe, I start to not trust myself to see signs. So it's like mm-hmm. I know that they're sending them to me, but all of a sudden in my low vibe, I go, what if I'm not seeing it and what if I'm not taking action on what I should? Yeah. And I'm just going to add one more thing to that because it's relevant. So I went through a period of like stagnation in terms of like money coming in through my business. And I was like, "Mm, this is really weird. This is like out of pattern. And then um, when I checked in with my spirit guides, I said to them, like, can you tell me like, what is going on? And the message that I received was they were like, the way you were acting with money was not, um, in alignment with someone who has a lot of wealth and Mm. is intelligent with money. Because in that period, I was reading books about money. I was listening to podcasts about like investing and banking and just getting really money smart. But I would not have done that if I didn't go through this period. I would have like, because I do manifest money easily, I can be really flippant with it, you know, just in and out, it'll come, there's more, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, in this period, I was like, okay, I need to sort out this. I need to get on top of this. And my spirit guides are just saying like, you need to learn how to be a person that is wealthy. Like you need to be money smart. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Okay, beautiful. Now I understand that that timeline is perfect and I'm just becoming the person and I'm doing what I need to do to be a person who is wealthy, not someone who gets money and then dysregulates and gets rid of it all. Oh, I resonate with that so yes. much, Steph. I resonate with that so much. I really feel like that's so similar to my journey as well. So I love that you've said that. Okay. An out. Another out. out from you. This is a huge one for me personally. Using manifestation practices as a way to control or to strive for perfection. This is one that I resonate a lot with. And it's still a work in progress, which is why it was my main out at the beginning, not to take it all so seriously. But I feel like as manifestation has become a bit more mainstream, there has been this, I'm just going to say it, a bit of toxic manifestation. Totally, totally. Perspective going on out there where, you know, there needs to be this ideal perfect morning routine you need to have the perfect list you need to do this every single day um you always need to be in high vibe or else you're not going to manifest you need to be in feminine energy or else you're not going to manifest like this you know very rigid step-by-step process of being perfect and it's not what it's about because as we've said repeatedly throughout this chat is that 
our end goal is to be in a high vibration and it's to get to joy. And I don't see any joy in trying to discipline your entire manifestation practice. You're not aiming for perfection here. You're just um, using tools in different ways to increase your energy in whatever way, shape or form that's going to look like. And some days it's going to look like hanging out with your friends. Some days it's going to look like going out and surfing. Some days it's going to look like actually healing something that's constantly triggering you. So you can hold yourself through that high vibration. Some days it's going to look like nervous system. Some days it's going to look like eating something really delicious. It's not this perfect you know, step-by-step, step. like there's a tool and there's a guide and it's amazing to use and it's amazing to enhance the process. However, at the end of the day, we're all just wanting to get to this space of joy. Yes. Mm. Oh my God. I love that. And I would, I'd really add to that as well, where it's like, okay, what I loved when I first really learned about manifestation and being able to create your own reality is that it felt so empowering to know that I am the creator of my own reality. And at the time I really needed that empowerment because then it, it was, I was able to put into action things that needed to happen, things that needed to be let go, things that needed to change in my life. So that's a really positive thing. However, I think what you can do is also then go, okay, I am in, I am in, fucking control like I am like all of a sudden flipping it to being I'm empowered to create my reality to like I need to control my reality and it has to look a certain way and almost just being like fuck you universe like you don't co-create with me I'm literally the person who's creating my reality and we always say co-creating a reality co-creating a reality because you were dancing with the universe on this you're dancing with a higher power and the more that you can release from like that control of like needing to know exactly how your life is going to look. And it has to have like this exact life vision and I have to drive this exact car and I live in this exact location and instead move into kind of what we've been speaking about. It's like, who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? You know, how, what life do you want to create? What purpose do you want to like live? Um, that's the magic um mm. that you, we want to allow to unfold and if you kind of try and use manifestation as a way to control your life it's just you're actually disconnecting yourself from the magic that can mm. really happen yes and I, and I feel like I've been I feel like maybe I was just gonna say I feel like both um Tori and I can speak for both of us that we have gone into that stage where yeah. we wanted to like dive in and control because when we know we've got the power it's like I'm gonna do everything in my power to always be in high vibe yeah. oh why am I back in low vibe I'm going to continue to be in high vibe and it actually came up in a conversation we had with one of our clients the other night where we were saying okay you know we know the things that make us feel really good in order for us to manifest and we can choose those practices and if there's something that we know is going to be fun but might lower our vibration like drinking and then waking up the next day feeling really low vibe the way that you can kind of do it, instead of saying I'm not drinking because it knocks me into low vibe it's like how can I support myself the next day so I can sit there and enjoy myself and experience that joy and know that it kind of brings me to this slow space but I'm just going to prioritize a bit of my day to lift me back up and just kind of balancing both rather than just being like can't do it because then I'm not going to be in high vibe and then I'm not going to manifest what I want and I must control how yes. this all works Oh my God, that one resonates me with me so much because like mm. I absolutely love a dance floor. I love techno. I love like music that makes my ears bleed. But like I was like, I can't go. I can't go to any festivals or like, you know, rave till five in the morning because that's not, that's not 
um, high vibrational activity. And so I didn't do that for ages. And then like at the end of last year, we went out and I had the best time and I was just dancing and I was like, holy fuck, I feel like myself again. And like, yeah, the next day I didn't feel amazing, but I also didn't feel horrible. I felt so much joy and just excitement and just so radiant from doing something that felt so, so good in the moment, something that I love doing. So we can't demonize what we love. Like if you're doing something that's a coping mechanism and there's a negative, um, not negative, but I would just say a unsafe um, behavior around that, then okay, that needs to totally be addressed. But if it brings you joy and um, you feel good in the moment and it makes you feel like at home within yourself, then go and do it. You know, it's so, Mm. it's so beautiful to accept that. And the other part of that as well is like, in terms of discipline, what you were saying, Sarah, like, if we bring human design into this, like I'm a reflector, I am an inconsistent energy. And then I have a lot of clients who are projectors as well. So they have that also inconsistent energy and inconsistent way of living. I am not designed to do the same thing every day. I'm not designed to have the same morning routine. It's just not the way I'm designed to be. And I used to think that I had to do everything perfectly in order to manifest, but it felt so hard for me because I'm that's not how I am. So then I wasn't in joy. Then I was in guilt and shame. And if we think about the mm. scale of vibrational frequency scale, those things, those um, energies are at the bottom. So I was putting myself mm. in this place. People have been manifesting since before Instagram existed and said that we need a bloody morning routine and a nighttime routine. Like this is not a new thing. So perfection is definitely an out because it is not necessary to manifest, Mm. manifest, (laughs) manifest (laughs) your joy. Yes. If your morning Mm. routine is the same every day and that makes you feel joyous, fucking get after it Mm. but if it's not do not do it it doesn't make you any more any closer to your vibrational match at all Mm. Mm. I love that so much and I think that really moves into like our in as well which we've said is slowing down and prioritizing joy and joy being the highest vibration and speaking, I think these both interrelate so much, but I think at the start of my journey with personal development, I was trying to fix myself. And therefore there comes that seriousness as well, because you're like, there's stuff on the line. And you know what, that mindset served me back then because there was big changes I needed to make. I did need a big wake up call and I did need a dive deep. Like I will, I do not regret that mindset at that stage. However, I feel really good now coming through and same as like what you've said, Steph, I needed to pendulum swing from the life I was living prior and I needed to Mm. pendulum swing all the way over to, you know, from the party girl who was drinking a lot, I needed to pendulum swing over to the girl who was going to yoga in the mornings and not drinking. I needed that moment. However, it's really beautiful to come back down now to a point of balance where it's like I am a multi-dimensional woman I love yoga I love green juices I love meditation I love walking in nature I fucking love a dirty dance floor I love gorgeous electronic and house music like I I love you know, going out for a cocktail and a gorgeous meal and dressing up and I love fashion and you know I just 
I, I, there's just so many things that I absolutely love that bring me joy and make me feel good about myself. So instead of making things uh, positive or negative or bad or good, it's actually just comes back to every single time what your intention is. And again, if our intention is joy, then I know that there's things that raise my vibration, gets me up to a point of joy from a place of this is good for me. And I know that there's things that bring me up from a place of joy and up to a place of play, which is pure, just like unbridled joy, like just go for it, you know, go to ecstatic dance, like whatever you need to do, put a song on in the middle of your living room in the middle of the day and boogie, like whatever it is. So just really allowing yourself to be every single dimension of yourself and that is where you just feel so grateful for your life you feel like a magnet you're in joy you're in love you're exciting to be around you connect with more people you're being your authentic self you're not blocking yourself off from anything because you think that you need to you know kind of be so serious about it at a personal development and I'm spiritual and I'm I'm a coach like it's like no you know what I'm everything and like that's we want this to be more accessible like I want everyone to be able to experience this Mm. as their life path if it feels really aligned for them and it's like you can have it all like I'm I'm ready I'm like you can have it all and everyone's all is unique to them my all doesn't look like your all doesn't look like your all but you can have it all and prioritizing Mm. your joy is going to be like the the kind of easiest way to access that Mm. yes I this one just speaks so loudly because Mm. I I didn't get it until this year I really didn't get it. I didn't get this joy mm. thing. I didn't get why things were going really successfully for me, but I wasn't, I wasn't frothing. You know, I was still, because I had to, and like, there's an important, I had to be disciplined last year and work heaps. And, but like in amongst that, I could have fit in more joy, but I felt like I wasn't allowed to. I felt like the mm. hustle was the way to do it. Even though like compared to other people, I wasn't hustling I think I was kidding myself a bit, you know, but Mm. now I'm like, wow, I work so much better when I have prioritized joy. Mm. I work so much better when I find a joyous place to go and work at the beach or at a cafe, you know, and everyone's joy will be different. And this one could be a bit controversial, but I'm going to throw it out there because it's relevant to clients that I've worked with. I have clients who smoking weed for them is a very low vibrational action. And like for me, because I used to be addicted to weed, no, I cannot smoke weed because it's really low vibe for me. But then Mm. there's some people who thrive and feel creative and are able to really um, be productive and connect with themselves and slow down because they smoke weed. And, but they feel like, oh, I can't, but it's like to you, if it's not, if you're not addicted and there's no low vibrational energy around that for you, that is your joy. And that's high vibrational for you because of what you can create in that space. So Mm. there are no right and wrongs when it comes to joy. Your joy Mm. is your joy. Don't worry about what whoever says on, on Instagram, because they are not you. If their truth doesn't feel good for you, it doesn't have to be your truth as well. Mm. Mm. I love that. Love stuff. It. So I agree. really love that. And I just want to add to that as well that 
on my own journey with finding joy, I always thought that I was going to receive joy externally and that things were going to bring me joy. And something that I've learned now is that joy is my energy that I'm putting into certain activities. It's, you know, the joy that I feel. I could find joy literally going and sitting at a cafe and drinking a really yummy chai latte and just Mm. soaking it all in and smelling it. To somebody else that might not feel like joy, I'm putting that in there. And you know, it is such an amazing vibration. So like my encouragement would be even for the tasks that don't feel like joy, how can you add joy? How can you make it more joyful? Something that comes up with clients a lot is like, okay, if you want to um, bring joy into your life, how can you bring joy into uh, doing the dishes? How can you bring joy into doing the washing? put a podcast on, get some music on, call someone, you know, like the things that bring you down, we actually have the power to inject it with that energy. So I just wanted to say from that way as well, as like joy is actually within us and we can put that energy into anything that we want. A hundred percent. And there's nothing that can't be joyous with, with music, you know, (laughs) even the the shittest (laughs) task if you put some tunes on, you feel good. Like it's like music is, music is the best way to start to get into joy. And like, it's so simple, you know? So I love that you gave that tip, Sarah, because I think it's so important to give something tangible here. And it's like, Mm. uh, joy is the most important. And it's so, it's so simple to find. Okay. Now let's do our final in. Uh, Tori, you're up. Awesome. So this one is wanting your manifestation, but not needing it. And this is purely all about the energy of which you're kind of showing up to your manifestation. So if you're coming from like this needing energy, it's actually like a lack mentality in the sense that you're like, I need this in order to be happy, in order to be confident, in order to be sexy, in order to be X, Y, and Z. So basically the energy that you're you're giving is I'm not that. And the whole purpose of what we're wanting to create with our manifestation process is that I am that now and therefore I connect to that thing. So it's literally the opposite of what we're wanting to create. So wanting or desiring your manifestation without needing it is literally just sitting in that energy of like, oh, so playful. I absolutely love this area of my life or I love my life as it is, or I'm so happy or confident or I'm working on my energy or I know I'm making progress and I'm so proud of myself. And that kind of energy where you're like, oh, and imagine when that comes in, how gorgeous that's going to feel. Like I'm so excited kind of thing. So that's just, you can feel the difference in that energy and you can tell which one your manifestation is going to be attracted to, you know? Yes. So I I think, I think this is a big one. Like I'm going to use love as an example for this one as well, because I think a lot of people, when they start wanting to call in their significant person, go really quickly into a needing energy because potentially they haven't developed that really strong relationship with themselves yet. Maybe they're not creating a life full of joy that they're really loving um, solo. Perhaps they're not you know, giving themselves self-care. They're not giving themselves what they need. So therefore they feel they need a significant person to fill the gaps of which they can kind of feel. Again, it's that lack mentality in terms of love. So it's like, Mm. I absolutely need this. And then that's like quite repellent energy to Mm. those beautiful potential partners that you're wanting to call in. 
So instead you're wanting to go, all right, now I've got it on my list. I've done subconscious work. And now all I'm going to do is focus on becoming the best version of myself. I'm going to go out with my friends. I'm going to do amazing self-care. I'm going to nourish myself with my food and my movement. And I'm just going to create a life that I love. And then, you know, whoever I end up meeting is an absolute bonus to that. That's the energy we want to be in. I think that is where we will leave our ins and outs, but um, I have loved this so, so much. And I think that, yeah, I feel like all these ins and outs are like super tangible and um, gives everyone like a really accessible mm. and exciting way to refresh their manifestation process if, um, if that's what they need. And if they need even more support, can you guys share how they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. So we are The Expansive Space and you can come find us at The Expansive Space on Instagram, TikTok and our website, theexpansivespace.com as well. And we've got a few beautiful programs. We've got a range of kind of support depending on where you're at with your journey. We have some one-off sessions when you're really just wanting to kind of scope out the next step in your journey. You've got a manifestation you're like, all right, what's my next step in this? What's one thing I can unblock in this? Um, we've also got human design readings, which is just such a beautiful um, connection and kind of collaboration with the manifestation process that we have. And then we have another couple options where you can jump into like a five-week container with us or a 12-week container with us, which is just all in transformation portal. You're ready to up-level every single area of your life and just go hard, which is so much fun. So yeah, we've got some beautiful offers, but you can check all of them out on our website or on our Instagram as well. Or DM us. Yay. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for your time and for your chat and for your energy. And I hope everyone is feeling inspired to go out and manifest some magic. Thanks so much, much, Steph. We've loved being on and I've just loved this conversation. I'm feeling inspired myself. (laughs) Me too. So much love, ladies. So much love. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a review and share it with your friends and family. If you'd like to connect with me, please find me on Instagram at Energia with four underscores or jump on my website, www.theenergiaexperience.com.au. I cannot wait to see you next time. I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land, and pay my respects to the elders, both past and present.